Football Friday. Here we go. Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen. As the Eagles now, following the Dallas loss on Thanksgiving Day, get one step closer to the division. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we're supposed to start that way, Johnny Mack, but I'm sure you probably talked a little bit about that scenario on Birds 365 this morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm not ready to go there yet. I, I, I do think, obviously, everybody – uh, watched uh, Dallas, Las Vegas, 38.5 million viewers, by the way. Wow. Um, most watched regular season NFL game on any network since 1990. Wow. That's how many people uh, a big, big number. That, game. that is a big number. Um, and obviously it was a very close game. A lot of, a lot of flags, a lot of officiating questions, but Ultimately, uh, obviously, the Raiders uh, got the best of the Cowboys, which is very good for the Eagles. But, you know, I do think you have to be realistic still and say, you know, um, Amari Cooper was on the COVID list. C.D. Lamb wasn't able to pass the concussion protocol in uh, a short week, obviously, Thursday. Um Still a good team, the Cowboys, and and should get back on track. So I'm still more focused on on the wild card, and that part of it is looking very good because the Saints lost. So remember, everything's coming up Eagles last couple weeks. Cowboys lose, Saints lose. Um, So right now, the number six seed is Minnesota, five and five. Number seven would be San Francisco at five and five. Then come the Eagles. Uh, so there, and and remember, Eagles play the Giants at one o'clock on Sunday. The, the Vikings play the 49ers at four twenty-five. So those teams play each other. One of them has to lose. Um, and ultimately, if the Eagles take care of business, and that's what I said on verse three sixty-five this morning. To me. This is to take care of business portion of the schedule for the Eagles. They should win these games against New York, both the Giants and Jets. They're better football team. Giants ruled out Sterling Shepard today um, with a quad injury. Um, Kyle Rudolph, uh, their uh, good red zone tight end, is doubtful. Kadarius Toney is doubtful. Saquon Barkley is questionable, and they're not good with those players. You know, this is – everything's lining up. The stars are aligning. Eagles should beat the Giants this weekend. I'll take that this moment or opportunity direct to direct people to uh, Eagles report with John McMullen on Philly Mag. Damo has his article uh, up Johnny Mac inside the numbers. You'll get everything you need to know from a number standpoint. They're really great Friday. It's a great Friday read and it's a great addition. I know it got up a little bit late today because of the holiday, um, but it really is worth the look. Uh, for the audience, I mean, Damo is Damo, and it's just great stuff. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. And and it, it, it you know anybody who's been around Philadelphia and the Eagles for uh, any amount of time knows uh, Paul Damowitz. Obviously, is the Philadelphia Hall of Fame voter, uh, so 
you know, that just came out, the fact that uh, Eric Allen is, again, the semifinalist. Ricky Waters, Dick Vermeil is going to go in this year. So um, he's the guy who who uh, is the Philadelphia uh, voter when it comes to the Hall of Fame. And uh, he's done a great job covering this team for a very long time, and we're lucky to have him uh, at Philly Mag, no question about it. John, let me ask you, going into the game on Sunday, uh, Jordan Howard is out officially now for the game on Sunday. And I know that's going, that's a dynamic that's going to create perhaps change what we uh, change from what we've been used to the last couple of weeks. In fact, Jordan Howard, I think was the catalyst that got everything going. Uh, I I don't know. Little bits, but uh, I don't know. The Eagles, remember, they defaulted back to Miles Sanders last week, and it was still a work in progress. And obviously, Miles put the football on the ground. That was a concern. Um, He ran out of bounds again late in the game when he should have stayed in bounds. So still some things he has to clean up. But he also ran for 94 yards. Uh, He was effective with the ball in his hands. Uh, He's the number one running back. Um, That's only going to increase as he gets uh, healthier and away from the injury and and gets away from the rustiness. Uh, And then Boston Scott, um, look, you know, his best games uh, have been against the New York Giants. He's been a bit of a Giants killer. I think he's got 10 career touchdowns, six of them coming against the New York Giants. So you still have Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell, still plenty of depth. And look, nothing against Jordan Howard. Um, but the Eagles have been effective running the football no matter who they throw out there. And it's because of the offensive line. And they did need him, they did use him. At one point last week, John, and I still think it was in what you would determine as the guts of the game. Oh, yeah. And and they fed him the football six, seven straight times, boom, to to sustain the drive, eat some time, and move the ball. And and, and he did that. Yeah, and and they benched uh, essentially Miles Sanders after the the second fumble. Remember, he kind of got bailed out. Uh, by a quick whistle. So he had fumbled once inside the Eagles 10 yard line, which set up uh, New Orleans first touchdown. Then he fumbled it again later in the first half. And as I said, he got kind of bailed out. It should have been a fumble, but there was a quick whistle. Um, They ruled uh, forward progress and he kind of got a break at that point. People kind of forget the Eagles did keep them in the game right after that. But when they went to halftime and rethought about it, when it came out for the third quarter, it was Boston Scott and then it was Jordan Howard. Uh, and Jordan Howard got injured, unfortunately. And that's when they went back to Miles Sanders. And Miles was effective from that point on uh, running the football. Um, and, and that's kind of how it shook out. Look, I mean, they use a committee approach. He would have gotten touches if he was healthy. There's no question about that. You know, the more numbers you have, I guess, the more options you have for somebody to get hot. 
He does bring a between-the-tackles mentality um, that Miles Sanders probably doesn't have. Um, But I think Boston Scott can handle that for a week, especially against the New York Giants. And hopefully uh, Jordan Howard's back in the mix. The big question is, because remember, Miles was going to be a big part of this game plan. Boston as the third back. The guy back in the mix is Kenny Gainwell. So that's what that's the comp you're looking at. So you lose some of that, as I said, between the tackle stuff, but you gain some some pass receiving maybe. So uh, you have a little bit more of an oomph in the passing game with Kenny Gainwell than Jordan Howard. Football 24-7 with John McMullen here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel, our Football Friday edition. By the way, the voice of the Eagles, Merle Reese, on the National Football Show. Miles, today uh, Merle's fired Scalia. up. He way. is yeah. fired up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I saw Merle stuff. today. <laughs> so check out Merle Reese and Dan Cilio on uh, the Jacob Media uh, YouTube channel. Uh, John, what are we expecting on Sunday that we're not thinking about is there is the Giants team as bad as they appear to be or should I say should I just say in disarray I mean Jason Garrett getting <laughs> uh, in you know getting uh zipped you know to, from outside the circle it looks like the team's just in disarray yeah, I mean, that's the word I've been using all week. I mean, there's no there's no question. They are, um, for a lack of a better word, probably, you know, if you think about Joe Judge, uh, second-year head coach, Philadelphia native, if you think about Dave Gettleman, the GM, this is a desperation move because they know their jobs are on the line, and this is it. We had Bob Glauber from Newsday, uh, another Hall of Fame voter, uh, covering the Giants for a long time on Birds 365. This is it. This is if the Giants. Remember, everybody basically, except the Lions, is in the mix when it comes to the final couple of spots in the NFC uh, playoff picture. Uh, As I said, the teams right now in it are five and five. Those are the final two teams. So if you think from the Giants' perspective, they're three and seven. You get a win here, win there, you're right back in the mix. Um, other teams start to lose and fall back. Um, so I, I mean, time is running out though, and you know Joe Judge has got to prove he deserves another year. Dave Gettleman's got to um, prove he deserves another year. How do you do that? Unfortunately, that's what happens in this league. We we saw it in Philadelphia um, last couple of years, whether it was Mike Rowe being scapegoated, uh, whether it was Press Taylor being scapegoated, um, Carson Walsh. They scapegoated Jason Garrett. I mean, there's no good that can come of uh, firing someone at this point of the season on a short week um remember they played monday last monday night and oh by the way it's a short week 
with a holiday in it as yeah, well. Right. Everybody had Thanksgiving. So you have less time to work and you're changing your offensive coordinator. And and Joe Judge still won't admit admit Freddie Kitchens is going to call the plays. He is, but he wants that competitive advantage, I guess. The Eagles know who's going to call the plays. Um it's going to be the same offense. You know, there there'll be a little bit of a difference because, you know, it, Nick Sirianni says it all the time. If if he and Shane Steichen, you know, put together a game plan, but if Shane was calling the plays, it would be a little bit different. There's always going to be a little difference, but it, it's the same offense with the same players, the same bad offensive line. I guess your only hope from a Giants perspective is it's a slap in the face, a wake-up call to that offensive line and say, you know, maybe ignites a little fire when it comes to passion or pride or something of that nature. And then you also have the wonkiness of division games in this league. They tend to be closer than you expect, but this is not a good football team. And as I said, you know, fans get mad at me all the time when I say the Eagles should win a game. The Eagles should win this game. You're going to jinx them. There's no such thing as jinxes. They're a better football team. Go out and do it. That's why I said this is this is the take care of business portion of the schedule. You cannot lose to the New York Giants. You cannot lose to the New York Jets for a simple reason. They stink, and you're better than they are. So go out and prove it. So with that, based on that statement, Johnny Mac, I guess if you were going to lose to the New York Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Giants, would you assume that you would lose from a defensive deficiency or <clears throat> from a crazy um, play? or Well, it's always how, 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 yeah. how would you lose it? I, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I wrote about that a little bit. And I said, you know, how do you find a path for victory if you're the Giants? You know, we see it all the time. You keep the game close. You get it in the fourth quarter. The ball falls a different way. Um, they have a kicker, Graham Gano. People probably know. Remember, a veteran kicker. I I think he's at 90% this year, 40 and out. best, Second best in the NFL. So if it does come down to a kick late in the game, um, he's probably not going to miss it. Um, so 
that would be, I think, the Giants' mentality, try to keep it close. Uh, hope for that. You know, the one thing the Giants have done pretty well, and this is interesting because the Eagles have done well in the opposite, the Eagles haven't turned it over a lot. In fact, that's what, what I've been most impressed. Besides his running ability, I've been most impressed with Jalen Hurts' ball security especially coming off that small sample size as a rookie when he turned it over too much. He's thrown five interceptions. He's fumbled, um, I think, six times, but he's only lost one of them. So six total turnovers over um, 11 games. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Well, the Giants have, have gotten at least, I think he's thrown, Jalen's thrown one interception over the last five games. Giants have seven straight games with at least one interception. They have been able to turn the football over. So they're probably going to have to be plus two, maybe plus three in the turnover um, margin uh, and hope to get, you know, Graham Gano into that 45, 50 yard range at the end of the game. And maybe you can steal one that way. How about defensively, Johnny Mack, for um, Jonathan Gannon, Darius Slay is uh, or will be uh, in the lineup uh, on Sunday. I think he announced that himself, but um, it's it's accurate. He will play Sunday. Yeah, uh, he's going to play. He's already through the protocol, which is quick. Uh, you know, generally you, you don't get through till Saturday. He confirmed he's already through it, so he's a hundred percent. He's ready to go. Uh, it was pretty evident. Uh, Rodney McLeod had a uh, community um, thing early in the week where he's giving out turkeys for Thanksgiving. Uh, I think that was Tuesday. Slay was at that, so it was it was pretty evident that he was feeling good. And that was the first indication uh, he was going to get through uh, the protocol. And then he showed up at practice on on Thanksgiving. The Eagles had a short practice in the morning, uh, and he kind of knew. And today at the facility, he spoke to the media, spoke to us, and he said, yeah, he's ready to go. So no worries. Darius Slay is going to be out there. And obviously he's having a – you know, an all pro type of year and Daniel Jones is struggling mightily. So there's another opportunity to maybe get a big play uh, going the other way against Daniel Jones. Without the benefit of Damo's article in front of me, Johnny Mac, what did the numbers look like right now on the defensive side of the football over the last couple of games over this mini win streak that the Eagles have had. What do they look like? Where, where do they rate? What are they allowing? Are there any intangibles in those details that are alarming that you don't see when you watch the game on Sunday? Um, you know, I think the concern I have with the Eagles defense is that, you know, it's been solid uh, against teams that don't have what we consider top tier quarterbacks. And it hasn't been great when they face the good quarterbacks. Now, 
a lot of people say that's common sense, but it's certainly common sense that you would be better um, against teams with lesser quarterbacks. But I guess the, the bigger concern is that uh, you would like to limit at least some of the effectiveness when you get to the top tier quarterbacks, the Eagles haven't been able to do it. And guess what? They're not going to be able to prove it for the rest of the season because they don't face another one of those types of quarterbacks until potentially week 18. If that is a meaningful game, Eagles, Cowboys, obviously they'll have to deal with Dak Prescott again. They didn't have much success the first time. So until then, it's Daniel Jones. It's probably going to be Zach Wilson, but we don't even know how the Jets are going to go. It'll be Daniel Jones again. It'll be uh, Taylor Heineke a couple times. Um, that's, you know, that's nice. Uh, let's put it this way. Uh, Nick Sirianni, Jonathan Gannon are sleeping pretty soundly these days because you don't have to worry about the Tom Brady's, the the Dak Prescott's, the uh, Derek Carr's, the Justin Herbert's. Um, they're just not on the schedule right now. And that's why I call it that, you know, take care of business, take advantage of the situation. So far, the Eagles have done that. Uh, I expect them to continue to do that. Johnny Mack, have you noticed any thing different about Nick Sirianni that, you know, is worth pointing out other than it's maybe more relaxed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I put up uh, something on my Twitter today uh, at JF McMullen, just a, a quick little video of, of Nick before practice uh, with Fletcher Cox. And, you know, it's a couple guys who seem really relaxed and really loose and having fun. And uh, that's that's what winning does for you in this league. How about Jalen Hurts? He, um, you know, I saw, I think I saw it actually on the Jacob Media uh, Twitter, put out a great quote uh, from Jalen. Um, but boy, he continues to maintain his even approach, even in the midst of what, uh, you know, of this energized change Johnny Mac I swear it feels like two completely different seasons in a short period of time and it, it, it it's amazing to me it's amazing to listen to it it's amazing yeah it's amazing to, to me to because I've had you know the the and I I've said from the start people should learn a thing or two from Jalen Hurts because you know, through the good, the bad, he keeps the even keel. Um, and, you know, when when we were talking about this team at, at three and seven, there were a lot of people saying, well, Nick Sirianni's going to be one and done. He's overmatched. Uh, Jalen Hurts isn't going to be the long-term answer at the quarterback position. And now uh, they win uh, a, a couple games and – you know, Jalen's going to be the quarterback for 10 years. Uh, and Nick Sirianni's great. And, you know, 
there's there's tests in front of this team, um, and this is a test in a different way, and because you know Jalen always talks about rat poison. He talked about it again today. Um, he doesn't want to hear the good. He doesn't want to hear the bad. He doesn't want to be told. He doesn't want to hear your pats on the back. And he doesn't want to hear the negative stuff either. Um, he just wants to focus on on the job at hand. And that's the New York Giants on Sunday. And if you get past that in a successful way, it'll be the New York Jets. And you continue on. You keep building and building and building. But there will be uh, bad games. Everybody has bad games in this league. Even Tom Brady has had bad games. We've seen bad games this year from Patrick Mahomes. There's going to be bad games uh, in this league. Um, So, you know, he's not a superstar, but he's improving each and every week. And I, I wish people would be a little bit more realistic from week to week. Instead of, um, this is the worst team I've ever seen, or this is the best team I've ever seen. Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen, presented by Stateside Vodka. Make Stateside Vodka and Stateside Vodka Soda part of your holidays this holiday season. Go to statesidevodka.com. Use the keyword Jacob. Get 15% off of the Stateside Vodka Soda. Johnny Mac checking in here on a football Friday across the Jacob Media, uh, across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. We'll be right back here on Sunday. We'll check in with John from MetLife uh, Stadium. A little bit easier uh, taking to the road, Johnny Mac. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. I got, I, I got, car, you Mike. never know, man. I got caught in a heck of a traffic jam. Uh, there was an accident in South Jersey. I was in. Ooh, traffic for about 90 minutes. You never know what's going to go. You know, you got to make do, Krause. You got to make do just with the Eagles and their schedule. Uh, but yeah, it's an, it's, it's nice not to have to go on a plane. And that's what the Eagles face. Um, no more plane trips for the rest of the regular season. Now, hopefully they'll be in the playoffs and, you know, then they might have to go somewhere. They might have to go to Green Bay. Who knows how things shake out? Um, Dallas could be in the mix again. Um, who knows? But uh, for now, the rest of the regular season, it is a big advantage uh, that the Eagles do not have to take another plane trip. And everything's either in New York or D.C., uh, the Beltway. And that's... That's a nice little advantage they also have to take advantage of. By the way, Johnny Mac, when do when do when do they actually go up? Do they go up Saturday or do they go up Sunday morning? Uh, they'll go up Saturday. Um, you know, for that reason, you don't want anything um, to go uh, wrong astray. You want to be able to get everybody together uh, and and get ready for game day. But you know, the only Little tweak in, in the travel schedule. We talked about it Denver week. They went out very, very late uh, because they thought 
uh, they have these studies with the elevation that it kicks in after your first 24 hours. And they only wanted to be in Denver for that 24-hour period. So they went out late on Saturday uh, for a Sunday game. Uh, but they'll be up. They'll be up there on Saturday. All right. Good stuff from John McMullen here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. We'll see Johnny right back here on Sunday morning. Uh, we'll get him uh, before kickoff. We'll get a quick report from him at halftime. And then don't forget the live postgame show with Derek Gunn, Mark Farzetta, Devin Caney, and John McMullen, who checks in and uh, gets everybody up to speed uh, from inside the uh, press conferences uh, after the game. Great stuff, Johnny Mac. Hope you had a great holiday. I know it was a busy week for you, um, but we say thank you to you, Johnny Mac, for all of your work, and we'll uh, see you on Sunday from MetLife Stadium. Yeah, I hope everybody had a ha happy Thanksgiving. We got to kick it in there. Jacob uh, Media YouTube channel. Like, uh, share, subscribe, Grossi. Good stuff, Johnny Mac. See you next time, everybody.